Hey everyone, this is the Artisan Podcast by Camp Monk and I'm your host Amit. Here's where we interview really cool outdoorsy people living super inspiring lives. Today is uh, day 46 of the world's biggest lockdown here in India and um, I I you know found a really interesting tidbit of information today. Our state government Karnataka Uh, makes most of its revenue from taxation on alcohol and fuel the irony of that we have to drink and drive to support the government obviously please refrain from doing them together today i have the privilege of having captain suresh sharma with us he's an army veteran a wildlife photographer an overlander and the founder of green dot expeditions through which he helps people discover india on his hugely popular overland motorhome called Taurus. If you're someone who's thought of building your own camper van or getting on an overland trip to discover incredible India, this podcast may help inspire you. Are you ready for a social distancing vacation? head on over to campmong.com we've got tree houses tents and tiny homes tucked away in farms and the wilderness campmong.com go check it out hey captain welcome to the outers in podcast it's so nice to have you here thanks amit it is nice to be participating with you especially a passionate guy like you about outdoors I see on um, Facebook and Instagram you are doing a lot of photography and keeping yourself busy during the the lockdown. Can you tell us what you are up to otherwise? Life has not really changed much during this lockdown. This is what we have been living all our life. I started catching up on those things which I could not do in last 8 years. Ever since I got involved with Taurus because my studio lights went into the trunks. I pulled them out after almost 8 years, 9 years I think. Doing I'm busy with flowers and all. the shooting flowers inside that's very cool so so tell me captain where did this love for photography start i mean uh, did you pick it up in the army or after the army how did that get along no i did pick up during the college i used to paint i was you can say as a student i was an mm-hmm. artist with brush then i said okay it's so good so mm-hmm. i picked up the camera in college then i went to the army and then it went into the freezer because i was busy with the uh training programs and the career because mm-hmm. so then i got into wildlife filming when i was a part of indian peacekeeping force in sri lanka i came across people those who were working on wildlife films so i bumped into them then i decided to get with them and that revived my photography i learned a lot of new things i explored new life i could design things because of my hobbies which my father had given me free hand to deal with all this woodwork and machining and lathe machines and all i could design some equipment for the wildlife films and then i was lucky to have worked with national geographic projects two of them i organized those sequences of natural history in the studio which you can never shoot in the wild like snake moving inside a burrow a female rat rearing its babies you know Uh, feeding nice. them underground all those kind of things a snake chasing a frog inside a burrow babies coming out of the eggs and etc so i organized all that on a table 
I made the studio. Uh, I made studio lights, special lights, and I made the. I recreated that natural habitat under controlled conditions, which could look like more than natural. Wow, that's super interesting. So, where is all this information? Is it uh, is it published somewhere? Is there any links that you can share with us? Yeah, I think the, the links can be shared. There was a film called The Good Snake, Nala Pambu. Mm-hmm. It was shot in uh, Chennai and around in some parts. Maybe we went to Bangalore also. And there was one film on rats called Rat Wars. I was part of it. So, these are the films which were produced by the National Geographic. I'm sure it must be available online or something. Yeah, so so Captain, I'll, I'll be looking forward to kind of getting those links and uh, putting it under uh, uh, the podcast. Yes, of course, I would love to share it. Excellent. So while while you were doing this, uh, you know, this National Geographic uh, shoots and photography, this was the time when you were actually doing your camper van tour in your modified Tempo Traveler, right? This was before I left the army. I worked as a volunteer for three months on a film, but when the mm-hmm. National Geographic came, yes, that time I left the army. And mm-hmm. I did not do the camera work for it, but the camper van I started after leaving the army. I started almost after ten years. So in two thousand, you you and your wife kitted out a tempo traveler and uh, set out on a journey across India of over a hundred and fifty thousand kilometers. Tell us how that journey started. What made you want to do something like this? You know, how did you develop this camper van? Because at that point in time, no one was doing camper vaning. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even now, people aren't doing camper vaning. You're mm. you're a pioneer in this field. So tell us a little bit about how that journey started and uh, how you got the camper van ready for this really long journey. Yeah, see, Amit, I always felt pity when people used to bash up the snakes. Not that I can tell people you take a snake inside your quilt and don't kill them and all. I, with rational, I tell people, try to understand about snakes. And I felt that people didn't have access to the information. So I don't blame people. So I, what I tried is the research which has been done by the herpetologists and the research done by doctors. So I have put it together for the common man. And I tried to understand what are the problems of people in the inhabited areas in cities and villages. Mm -hmm. So I try to give information to people because if you give information to somebody, the fear of the unknown is gone. And when the fear of the unknown is gone, there'll be less chaos. And when there is a less chaos, there'll be less accidents. So when the less fatality, then people will not really hate snakes. At least I want them to give them a chance to escape because we have invaded their place. They don't invade our place. So when I wanted to spread this message, I used to go to schools, colleges and villages to do lectures. And then sometimes I was a liability to the village or the school because they had to give me food or they had to make arrangements for my stay. And sometimes when you really get used to your own little bit of comfort, though, I... Being an outdoor bushman, I really don't need it. But my wife, she was not really used to that. But now mm-hmm. my wife is also equal bushman, bush girl with me um, <laughs> because we can really rough it out. But then we wanted to carry our equipment. Those days we had 16mm projector with me. And then we used to show a film, 16mm film of the snake bite and talk to people about it. So we thought of making a caravan thinking that we will go to the villages and schools and then one day we were just having a cup of tea in the morning i said yeah let's go to the south 
Why can't we drive mm-hmm. from here there? And can you imagine, Amit, this whole thing we decided over a cup of tea in two minutes. My wife said, okay, let's do it. She never said, oh, what are we going to do? Are you okay? Are you bloody gone off your head or something? No. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, no Indian woman will decide in two minutes like a crazy trip like this of six months. And especially when you have a lap baby of six months old. Oh, wow. So your wife is definitely adventurous. Yeah. You know what we did? I'll tell you, Amit, there's a very important point which I would like to share with your listeners. That is, don't worry too much about anything. You want to do something, just see why you want to do is worth doing for you and can you manage it. But you should not be doing something where your gain is less and your investment is more. I could afford to do it. My wife could afford to do it. We did it. But we just planned it only a little bit. The best planning was, I'll tell you, we went to the doctor in the army hospital. I said, we are going to do that trip like this. What is the advice? He said, sir, as long as your baby is on mother's feet, take her anywhere. And we made a list of some medicines. And I did thorough checking and inspection of the camper van. Engine, brakes. Uh, clutch plate, gearbox, oil chain, filters, everything. And I carried my own filters and carried my original oil because on the road, I will not trust anybody for filters and oil. So that's how we did this journey. We went from here to Gujarat. From Gujarat, we went down on the western coast, down to Kerala. Then we went to Chennai. Then we traveled a few times between Chennai and Bangalore. We used to like... If you were there, you say, hey, Captain, why didn't you come over a cup of coffee? <laughs> we used to drive from Chennai to there. And en route, we used to stop at a Nandini dairy somewhere near, I had, I'm forgetting its name. Sutu, uh, Salur, no, not Salur. So we used to pick up Lutsi, we used to pick up Peda, we used to enjoy life. So that's how we traveled. And then we returned to base when our baby returned, uh, turned exactly one year. Wow. That's a super interesting story, Captain. Uh, A lot of people these days are looking to, you know, kick into the van life. Van life as a culture is very popular in the US and Europe, and it's slowly picking up in India. A lot of people are researching for information. Now camping is becoming a little bit more accessible through, you know, through Campong, we've created a network of campsites and now slowly bringing the culture of the outdoors. So I get a lot of queries from people who uh, send us an email or question asking, hey, do you have camper vans around? How do we get access to camper vans? Uh, what would you give uh, advice to somebody who wants to, to build a camper van or uh, you know, do this kind of a journey? First of all, one should not get into, get into making it a posh, luxurious camper van. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, you will not have those kind of things in India. And secondly, you should have features which you need. What you need is comfortable place to sleep, some storage and a place for toilet. And I will say, don't make a washroom on board. Mm-hmm. You really don't need to really have bath every day, five o'clock and then the puja and have tea then only. Those people can stay back home. And another mm-hmm. thing, if you really want to do camper vanning, you want to travel with your camper van. I always say formula is you want to ride your horse for one hour. You should be able to get into under the 
horse for five hours means you have to really look after you right. should be able to look after your camper van yourself for small emergencies you should be able to go under you should be able to do inspection fix up a puncture change the tire and you should be able to change filters oil or something some basics these days the vehicles smaller vehicles have become so good you really don't need it but if your vehicle is well looked after and you drive it carefully then it's fine right right no absolutely it makes so much sense to simply know the basics of maintaining a vehicle simple things like checking for oil leaks you know yeah. your tires brake fluids etc is a, is a common practice you need to have and i don't think many people without this knowledge would really venture into camper vanning i think that comes as a basic requirement for people to understand a, a little bit about the vehicle so you know you you built uh, your vehicle on uh, was it the uh, the t1 uh, traveler uh, was it the long base or was it the the short short wheel base no it was i think uh, 15 seater i don't remember the length of it but it was a 15 seater getting approval was not an easy thing i had to really speak to the home secretary to get it approved the problem with the motor vehicle inspectors and the you know motor vehicle act is nobody wants to share it with you people don't know about it in the offices if they know about it they feign ignorance because they want to extract some money from you right uh, i had to really speak to the home secretary to get it done then i got approval i designed it myself as per my requirements and i fabricated it at home and then i have the next one also that overland truck which is huge it is on aisha chassis i think is about 26 feet long that has also been designed by me and my wife it has got a unique design i call it a mobile camping unit because with us about 8 to 10 people can camp and now i feel now i am getting the feelers in last 10 days that probably after corona whenever it subsides camper van is the one which will be in demand at least for one year and then i feel this will become a fad of people to travel in caravan and then people will pick it up and because now in camper van you can drive from home and come back to home if you are driving i mean self driving um, camper van you can hire self driven yeah i think what you're saying is absolutely right you know in this covid times i see the our stage is going to be really divided into two there is one which is the living with covid which is between now and until we find a vaccine and then it's going to be our post covid world in the meantime i mean we get a lot of inquiries uh, just say can we go out camping can we do this can we do that but right now everything is locked down and we don't recommend anyone to go out however everyone is going through cabin fever everyone is going through lockdown fatigue and the innateness of humans are is that we want to get out and we want to travel that's a very natural innate thing that that comes to us so uh, to be able to travel now which means that you need to be as safe and hygienic as possible because you don't want you your friends or your family members uh, being infected and the best way to do it is to do it in a safe environment now a camper van will you know a sanitized camper van which can you know be taken from your house you go for this journey in nature across however many days you go for uh, you can visit plenty of campsites uh, camp monk itself has a network of about 800 campsites and then you return back home uh, completely in your own controlled environment and not only is is it a wonderful journey to do a vehicle based travel like this but also a wonderful time to kind of experience this uh, it's a it's a true social distancing vacation so you're right 
I think that uh, this is going to be the Philip that you know camper vanning needs uh, in India. And I see from here onwards, there's definitely going to be a lot of progress. There are a few companies also who are doing a little bit in this space. You yourself are doing quite a bit. So tell us a little bit about uh, Taurus, your Overland truck, um, and tell us you know what kind of journeys you do, so our listeners can hear about it. And um, how can they you know contact you and and you know perhaps come on one of your journeys? See the the fun of being on a camper van is. When you go to a secluded place, imagine you are at a secluded beach and you are enjoying your barbecue under moonlit night, and no onlookers, and nearest tea shop is twenty kilometers, and that is the place where you can really enjoy. And then it is like a five star, and we take people to Ladakh, we take people to Rajasthan, Kutch, and Himachal Pradesh. the place is where you would love to spend some moments with your soulmate or with your family relaxing and enjoying you can say quality time with the children and the bonding you are playing together when you actually go to touristy spots you go to hotels you really don't spend time even then with as a family i will say the kind of time if you look at our photographs like sometimes we take uh, tourists to river beds those are very very safe rivers we know that no matter what happens there'll be no flood or no there'll be no flash flood mm-hmm. so and then we are next to the beaches or wilderness or wherever we can find nice spots and imagine in wilderness we were enjoying for about almost like 10 days we were next to a pond where there were full grown 19 crocodiles every every morning we used to sit mm-hmm. there and have tea with the crocodiles you can see lovely that sounds like such a adventurous beautiful kind of vacation so you know so the, just so the listeners kind of understand this how does this uh, journey occur so somebody comes over to your website uh, chooses one of the itineraries that you have is it that you require you know the total i mean you said you are you can take about eight people in your van see we take about eight people sometimes with the family sometimes you know there are mixed people but now during the corona we will not mix people uh, i mean after corona maybe for some time till it is 100% safe people go to our website but one thing i would like to tell people remember staying in a hotel is cheaper than going on a camper van trip because you are taking facilities to a place where you want to spend some time in the wilderness and it will cost you more because when it's hotel it's static you're just sitting there and there's no problem people come to us after looking at our website there are some fixed programs which have got tailor made itineraries they choose and then we quote but there is nothing called per day type we always have packages like one day package two days three days four days seven days eight days 12 15 days Yeah, so I mean, what you said is absolutely right. Uh, you know, anyone can go stay in a in a hotel or a homestay or wherever else. Uh, that is not a unique experience. Your overland truck or Taurus is one of the very few motorhomes and camper vans that exist in India. So it's an absolutely unique experience. And you know the you know the charges that you charge for this trip is commensurate with the experience that you provide. Yeah, yeah, and. the most important thing is you take people to locations that otherwise would be almost impossible to 
to get to unless you were in the army or or you were with uh, a vehicle that can kind of get you there w- what was one of your favorite places where you and i've seen some, some amazing pictures of uh, the night sky i've seen some crazy sunrises and riverbeds and i'm pretty sure you've been to a lot of interesting places but um, amongst all of them which was your favorite spot amit that's a very tough question i mean the <laughs> moment you will say ladakh i'll say ah ladakh is number 1 the moment you shift way to rajasthan i'll say oh wow rajasthan is my favorite each place has got its own charm like in ladakh we were on the banks of river indus for almost more than a month because after finishing our uh, package groups we were busy providing uh, experience to people for one night and half a day now uh, some people they just land up in leh and they come to know about us so we even host them for two hours also a cup of tea or a meal or something imagine on the banks of uh, indus you are relaxing in a hammock and enjoying chai pakoda snacks and sabudana tikki or some nice barbecue so being on a beach again is a wonderful experience so each one in its own way is really amazing if i take you to some spots which are around jaisalmer you will say you are not in india it's like right, right. being an outback of say australia or you are in africa you know the one good thing that has happened uh, i mean not that many good things have happened from the corona uh, virus pandemic but what uh, i see that's going to happen over the next couple of years at least because international travel is out of the window for a little while uh, this is going to an excellent opportunity for us indians to be able to explore india Uh, a lot of people you know do the the big trips to europe and australia and other places to experience their backyard i think you know this is an uh, an excellent opportunity for all of us to head out on to road trips and you know and discover the beauty of india amit amit i'll just tell you I'll, if you don't mind i'll stop you here i look at corona as a friend which has been sent by nature for course correction i will look at it like this like it is teaching us how to share things with each other now people will survive only with the bonding people will realize that your push button uh, you know online i will get water deliver i'll get food deliver delivered at home i'll get my ambulance at home that is going to be away it is going to make people realize this and second thing is it is going to make people realize those used to say oh i have to go abroad now they will have to travel compulsorily in india and they will say wow we didn't know india is so beautiful they are going to see indian culture they are going to see indian folks indian people indian cuisine and we have got so much in india so i look at corona as a friend who is going to do course correction yeah i mean i i agree with you on so many levels uh, you know a lot of people who have never done anything for themselves no diy in their house have now started to do things by themselves uh, all the men are washing vessels which is a fantastic thing to see one thing is there either either, either people will have will develop lot of good bonding or there will be divorces <laughs> there will be nothing in between there will be nothing in between adjustment no people will get to know the real value of each other do you stand by me or not that's it yeah so we are, we are seeing various kind of Uh, topics in the news around you know domestic violence and and on the other hand it's a great opportunity for people who always spend their time in offices to have you know a great time to spend with your with your family and loved ones um, so i think there's both extremes to that 
but I, one of the things that i think has really been you know uh, people like you and me who spend time in the outdoors have a thought of minimalism because you can't carry everything wherever you go especially when you're camping and stuff like that so you try to make do with less and that becomes a culture so when you're back in the city you know we kind of practice uh, minimalism across a lot of things though we we like our equipment and we like our stuff but it's about buying things that have value and not just for cosmetic purposes i think what has happened in this last 40 days is a lot of people have had to make do with lesser and uh, kind of you know uh there's a realization amongst a lot of my friends who say hey we don't really need so much to be happy you know a lot of the things are just ornaments versus actual use so i think that's one good thing that has come out of the corona you know lockdown so this is the this is what we are going to realize that you really don't need so many things in life you can live with a lesser thing and don't waste yeah yeah i completely agree with that so you know, on that note of not wasting and you know in terms of um, nature um the the planet is healing with uh, the lesser uh, you know destruction that we are doing during this period i actually feel that every year we should have uh, you know a week off from uh, vehicles a week off from industries just to remember all the people who have died for corona and in, in a way help you know heal the planet because we are already seeing that the skies are bluer the No can you believe i just got a message today uh uk's largest bird of prey returns to england for the first time in 240 years wow ganga is much cleaner so we have been boasting of we need to clean ganga do this do that you really don't need to do that nature says i will do my job just stay away from messing with me yeah i mean we won't have to clean it if you're not messing it up in the first place Now it is the cleanest Ganga in last very maybe five hundred years. So we need to just live the way other animals are living with nature, and that's it. Just respect nature, and you are also in one of the denizens like any other any other uh, animal living on this planet. We are messed up with the life of others. Now we need to enjoy life. If you really want to enjoy life, be with nature. Go out in a camper van. respect nature don't don't really throw your garbage around and it will give you happiness that's that's a good sentiment so on that note captain you know uh, when i went out camping for the first time uh, i'm sorry to say that i it, it, i've not been an outdoor person all my life i was the usual city guy going to pubs on weekends until one day a german friend of mine um, and a couple of other friends we went out uh, camping for the first time close to bangalore uh that moment for me which intended to be you know four boys going out getting a couple of beers you know uh, fishing you know by a lake what intended to be a one day experience ended up being a three day experience for me and for me it's a very, it was a very transformatory time where i really connected to nature and the outdoors and then eventually i gave up my you know corporate job and uh, started camp monk along with my co-founder shashi to be able to kind of share that uh, you know that experience that i got so this this podcast is kind of created on that basis you know where out is in uh, the outdoors allowed me to connect to what i really wanted to do in life and uh, you know that was that was a kind of a trigger moment for me so in in your experience have you had an out is in moment like that uh, when was it and you know how did that uh transpire the day i started walking my father did that to me out in out is in and when i was a toddler after that has been string of things 
and I will say, you, you know, Amit, what I'm waiting for? Amit Shetty to come on board once and never go back to Bangalore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spoil yeah, you. I'll, I'll spoil you completely. I'm telling you. I'll spoil you. It's a word given that you come once, you will not go back. You'll be washing dishes on board Taurus. <laughs> I'll be driving. I'll be driving and you'll be washing dishes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I, I, you know, so that's that's one of the trips that I have, uh, you know, on my checklist that needs to be done. We've, dis- we've been discussing this for over a year. Uh, this year, 2020, hopefully when I'm able to, to get out of this lockdown, we are going to make a plan and both uh, Tina and me are looking forward to meeting you. On that note, you know, uh, a lot of people are actually considering becoming digital nomads uh, because today there is a, an opportunity for us to kind of work from anywhere and a lot of people. Um, and for example, Camp Monk is a business that is is really online. Um, all of my employees work from home. We make it a point for them not to come into an office simply because it doesn't make sense to spend two hours on the road, especially in Bangalore traffic, uh, to be able to come and see people's faces, right? So, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll be in Ladakh with you and still running Camp Monk from there, uh, just like we're doing it right now. And and if tech makes it easier, then travel will become that much more easier. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure if you know, but all around Europe and the US, uh, van life culture is really about getting you into a, so a van becomes your tiny home and yeah. you wake yeah. up to a new view every morning. And a yeah. lot of young people have actually taken that option to get out there yeah. live on the road and still earn money and see the world uh, instead yeah. of sitting in an office and seeing uh, <laughs> the, the view from your office window exactly so, so that's that's something that you know i'm also keen on doing and uh, we're kind of taking those baby steps to getting there i look forward to coming over and seeing taurus and no no don't take baby steps just bang one application on my table we will consider it <laughs> <laughs> So, Captain, if our listeners want to be able to come on your journey, where should they be looking for your information online? Can you tell us your internet handles? Your, your yeah, the, if nothing works, they can remember. Uh, one thing is green.expeditions.com is the website. Mm-hmm. And if they forget about it, then go to Google, search for Taurus the truck. So, they will be able to get onto our website. And on the website, there's a connection. They can come to us via mail, call, whatever. And then we can brief them because before connecting with us, they should read the website in detail and understand the concept, what it is there. Mm-hmm. So then they can get connected with to us and we will explain, make them understand everything and they can book a plan. Yeah, I mean, uh, to whoever is listening, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, of all the paths you take in life, make sure some of them are dirt. And uh, there's no better person that you can experience India with and off the beaten path with Captain Suresh Sharma and uh, and Taurus, the overland truck. Uh, It's a wonderful experience to go in. I've seen plenty of videos and I'm dying to do it myself. Uh, So I urge everyone who is listening to this to go look it up and uh, perhaps you know one of these days uh, book a journey with, uh, with with captain on that note captain thank you so much for uh, giving me your time and being on this it was a wonderful conversation um, I, I wish you all the very best and uh, i look forward to coming and spending some time with you yeah not some time few months <laughs> <laughs> And we will be very happy to team up with you and bring you there on board. Awesome. 
I look forward to this, Captain. I look forward to meeting you in person soon. It's good to put a face to the name. We've been talking for so long. I hope to uh, you know, meet you soon and share a drink with you sometime. Yeah, thanks, Amit. Sure, you're most welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to our show. Do consider subscribing to wherever you're listening to this on. And uh, next time, we'll have the famous Jerry Martin joining us. And he'll be taking us through the wonder of the natural world. We hope to catch you then. Cheers.